often plotted how they might entrap Jesus in speech. They sent their disciples to him with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are a truthful man and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. And you are not concerned with anyone's opinion, for you do not regard a person's status. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it lawful to pay the census tax to Caesar or not? Knowing their malice, Jesus said, Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Show me the coin that pays the census tax. Then they handed him the Roman coin. He said to them, Whose image is this and whose inscription? They replied, Caesar's. At that he said to them, Then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. The Gospel of the Lord. A few weeks ago, we awoke to see horrific images and videos of a conflict that had begun in an area known all too well for conflict. The same land where our blessed Lord was born, that he lived, that he served, that he died, and the same land where he triumphed over death forever was sadly at war again. We saw all the, the atrocities with our eyes, and I'm sure many of us wondered, what would become of this land that we knew to be, and still is, and always will be, holy? I'm sure many of us might have felt a sense of helplessness, or anger, or anxiety, just fill in the blank with any sort of emotion. And maybe some of us had a call to act. What can I do to help? What can be done? It's natural in our hearts to have a concern when our brothers and sisters are facing any sort of trials, whether locally or around the world. But yet, how often when that desire comes up in us, do other things get in the way and we just fail to follow that desire? Maybe we had every intention to go to that blood drive. Maybe we had every thought about giving to those funds to help the people in the Holy Lands or in other parts of the world that are torn by war and division. Or close to home, maybe we had every desire to help the neighbor down the street by signing up for the meal train. But as we all know, life will always get in our way. Things will come up and other priorities will take their place. It happens even to the best of us. But I wonder if we stop to ask ourselves, why? What was with the sudden change of heart? It's not like it was a big deal to still be able to help out in the way we wanted to, but then had to change priorities. I know I'm guilty of this. I remember thinking the same thing too when I woke that morning. I remember very well being over in the Holy Lands last December 
and feeling very conflicted and being very angry too and wondering what I could do. But then I went to class. I had to study family systems theory that day and then I forgot all about it. I had another priority that came up. Our priorities tend to dictate how we respond to things. Right now, my first priorities are to my formation in my final year in seminary before my ordination in June. And then they're to my family and to the church at large. For us, we are loyal first and foremost to our families, to our loved ones, and then to our parish community, and then the wider community. Then we're loyal to our country. And maybe if there's just a little bit left, maybe we can think of the world. But if we're honest with each other, the problems that exist an ocean away are not our greatest priority. But it should be one of our priorities. Jesus found himself today with competing priorities, and he was challenged to choose. He was a good Jew of his day and was loyal to his community, but he also knew that he was a part of a community that had been conquered by a foreign entity, the Roman Empire, and he had obligations to that empire. So he was asked to choose, where are your loyalties, Jesus? And his answer was very simple. It's an answer I'm sure many of us have heard because we've heard this gospel many, many times in our life. You give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God. What belonged to Caesar was the tax. It's what was owed to him. But what was owed to God? For Jesus, it was everything. His entire life all that he has, and all that he was. In that one response, Jesus silenced the Pharisees and his detractors by simply restating a thing that had been said for thousands of years before then and continues to ring out today, this very simple truth. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and your neighbor as yourself. For Jesus, that is what was owed to God. And since we are Christians, that is what we owe God. We owe God our very lives. And we give to him in service of others. He created us so that we might be able to give of ourselves. It's this continuing circle of giving and receiving. God gives us blessings so that we can share them with others. And this Sunday, being World Mission Sunday, we are asked to consider a particular need that is very dear to Mother Church's heart, and that is her work in the missions and the missionaries around the world who work tirelessly to preserve the rights of human dignity, but also, and very importantly, to make sure that no soul dies never knowing the good news of Jesus Christ. That is our opportunity this weekend, to give of ourselves. And you know, in Catholic terms, we say that a lot. We give of ourselves. 
But that's often a very abstract thing to say. Here's a concrete example. One of my heroes and mentors in the faith for the past few years has been the late venerable Fulton Sheen. I'm sure many of you remember that name. For many years, he served as the director of the Society of the Propagation of the Faith, an office run by the Holy See that is first and foremost in charge of supporting the missions around the world, that the gospel will never go unheard in any corner of the world. He went from being a simple diocesan priest and university professor to the director of what was considered to be one of the biggest responsibilities in the church. When he was reflecting on this appointment, he said, the world was now my parish, and it was my responsibility to ensure my people's physical and spiritual needs were met. He also said very beautifully, in the work of the missions, Conversion of souls must not be separated from promoting human rights as required by the gospel. As both of these, working towards the preservation of human dignity and praying and working for the salvation of all peoples, are how we fulfill our call to love God and to love neighbor. So there's an example. That is how we can begin. We live, in a very time in our, we live in a time in our life where we don't really know need. But it is important for us to remember that there are those who are in need. We have a responsibility to have a concern for others and to have a responsibility for the missions and those who work so hard to make sure that the gospel goes, is, never goes unheard. This World Mission Sunday, our Lord invites us to reflect on our commitment to our global church. If you recall, when we profess in our faith, we profess one holy Catholic and apostolic church. That doesn't just mean our local community here in New Albany. The entire grand universal Catholic church, we are called to love them as well and to know that we are a part of this family of God. We can give to these missions, and we can support others through our resources that we're able to give. And there's another way we can give. It's the one that no matter how much or how little you may have, you can always give, and that is your prayers. Your prayers for these people, your prayers for the missionaries, your prayers for the church, in her work in building up the kingdom of God. Every day in the Society of the Propagation of Faith, Bishop Sheen would lead the whole office staff at 245 in a rosary. And this rosary was prayed for the success of the missions and most importantly for those poor souls who are receiving the benefits and aids of the missions, that they would accept Jesus as their Lord and that they would be saved in faith in him. And that is our mission too, to pray and to give. When we give what we can, whether it be our resources or even just our prayers, 
we give to God what belongs to God.